Evening all. Hello there. Uh, welcome to Wasabi, the music podcast. Shit crack, good music. I think that's the tagline I went with many moons ago. Uh, episode five. It's been a while. Uh, it's becoming a bit of a catchphrase, that isn't it? Well, I'm not sure if I've said it before, but you, you get what I mean. Three weeks since the last one. I should really do it weekly, shouldn't I? But just, who has the time? Who has the time? Um, I did actually, I mean, to be fair, I went, I've been away the last two weekends and I'm not going to do it in the week, you know, I've got, I've got work and whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to find time before or after work to do this. Just don't have the, uh, don't have the energy for it. Uh, anyway, so I was in. I went to. I went to the capital. Went to Seoul last couple of weekends, just to do this, that, the other. Uh, and I did pack my recording stuff last week because I was like, oh, maybe I should do it in my hotel room. That might be a, like a nice thing to do. You know, my, just like not in my, not at my house, somewhere else. Make me feel like a sort of a a busybody. Like, oh. I'm on the move on a business trip, but I've, I've still got time to do the podcast, you know, make me look like a, you know, sort of a worldly man. Uh, anyway, I took all my stuff and then I just was like, nah, I can't be asked. I was like sitting in my hotel room. It was so cold as well. The whole, I was there for four days, I had a couple of days off. It was, it was so cold every day. So like if I didn't have much of a plan for a few hours, I'm, I just stayed, stayed in. Which would have been the perfect time to do the podcast, but like, I mean, I call it a hotel. It was like a fucking hostel. I had a private room, but it was loud outside. The room wasn't that. that well, I turned the heating up to crazy, exotic temperatures, but um, it it still wasn't that warm. I wasn't that comfortable. I was just like, this ain't the right environment. I ain't gonna do it very well. Uh, so I didn't do it. Um, that's the the short version of it I didn't do it so three weeks later now I'm doing it uh, anyway yeah like I mentioned it's uh, still absolutely freezing here um, just doing my head in I fucking hate winter absolutely hate winter a Korean winter but bear in mind I mean in- I mean English winter is not that great either but Korean winter fucking sucks dick man uh, I'm like every day I'm dressed like bloody Kurt Russell in the thing. I just, just it's fucking Baltic outside. A couple of about five days ago, I, I was up early. I went outside early, about seven in the morning, and it was minus eighteen. Just like, who's got time for that? Nobody. Anyway, let's crack on. Um, oh yeah, probably a bit of should add this. Um, I've been trying to do a, more of a theme in this second season of Wasabi. So each episode has a bit more of a theme, sort of similar style songs. Uh, and this, these songs are a bit heavier, so it might turn a few people away. Because the other stuff I've been playing is like, it might not be a thing, but it, you're not going to be like, Ugh, what is this? This is horrible. Whereas this stuff, you know, it's like noisy or punk or heavy you might not be into it so just skip it you know actually i mean i'm just looking at what i've got down it's not actually that bad uh you know in terms of like heavy 
crazy fucking noise. Anyway, this song is called Mr. Big Shot, and it's by an artist called Spew. Here we go. Mr. Big Shot by Spew. Um, I really like that. I love the production on it. I don't know. I just think it sounds... Whoever produced it, it just done a, a, a great job. It sounds fucking sick. I like the soundscapes. Um, I think a friend of mine introduced me to this guy, Spew. And, you know, go on YouTube, Spotify. Like, very, very few listeners or followers which is a shame because he's fucking sick uh, and I think he's from the Midlands like I am I think he's even Nottingham, Nottingham or Birmingham I think anyway spew Mr Big Shot great song uh, this isn't so usually I write notes talking points and this is not one of them but I've, I've, I've got to bring it up because I've just as I was listening to the song in between recording um I found a bit of rosemary on the floor and I just want to do a big shout out to rosemary. It's just by far the best sort of seasoning or herb. It's just, it, it looks good, it smells good, it improves anything. So I bought like a big jar of rosemary, quite cheap as well. A lot of the spices here or herbs are quite expensive for a small jar. This is a big, big plastic one. And it, you know, so it's going to last a long time. And I've just been whacking it on everything. Bit of rice, bit of chicken, bit of meat, bit of eggs, 
whatever. Just whack a load of rosemary on it. It's fucking amazing. It improves everything and it looks good. It's like the little green sprinkle. Like, uh, this is kind of, you know, an idiot's version of a cooking show. Do you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, I just wanted to just a quick shout out to Rosemary because it's fucking amazing. Anyway, um, what did I want to talk about? Oh, yeah. So, now I watch a lot of stupid, not stupid, but like, I watch a lot of podcasts just to fill the time, you know. When I'm not watching a movie, when I'm not listening to music, just YouTube is perfect background noise. Uh, I don't even, you know, you don't have to give it your full attention. So I listen to a lot of sport podcasts because my football team's doing quite well at the moment. So you follow, you, you end up listening to more football podcasts, fan-made podcasts, content creators, whatever. Also like a few like crime, true crime podcasts, that sort of thing. And also like a lot of sort of political ones. But anyway, my point is, and this... Uh, this is probably more for the, the fan-made stuff, the real people, as opposed to sort of uh, celebrities or journalists that do podcasts or whatever. But the real people podcasts, where it's just your average Joe. So many of them say, you know me, I tell it like it is. And like, you, you've Surely you've heard that phrase on any, any sort of like YouTube video that has regular people you know me i tell it how it is i tell it like it is and i just think why do the people that tell it like it is always need to tell you that before they say it so what what they're basically saying is you know i'm straightforward i'm blunt like it or not you know i i tell the truth and but they all they always need to tell you before they say it that they're that way they they can't just you know, lead by example, or do you know what I mean? Like, you, you wouldn't meet a footballer and he'd go, You know me, I'm a good footballer. He'd just show you. So, why do the people that are blunt and straightforward and tell it like it is, why do they always need to tell you that or bring it up before they tell it like it is? And what, what, what about the people that don't tell it like it is? What about the people that are vague and dishonest or beat beat around the bush why do they never bring up that they're like that you know me i don't tell it like it is you know me i'm i don't say how i feel you know me i'm i'm sort of scared to talk the truth in case i offend someone why don't they ever say it and it must be because telling it like it is is like a a good thing something that they're proud of you know me, I tell it like it is. It's like a badge of honour, isn't it? Like, it's just weird. And I don't... I, I, I don't actually think a lot of these people, do, you know, do tell it like it is. Because, all right, so you have an opinion on something. Okay, that's not you telling it like it is. Telling it like it is, you know, so you, telling it like it is is just, just constantly saying the truth, whether it's, you know a bit mean or not very nice you know oh that dress you're wearing shit you know me i tell it like it is they're not going to do that are they so they're not telling it like it is they're just expressing an opinion on a podcast or whatever form of medium and yeah something to think about isn't it 
All right, next song is uh, a band called The Screamers, and the song is called Peer Pressure. Pressure by The Screamers, some old school LA punk, I think. Uh, yeah, sort of late 70s, probably early 80s, maybe. They're good then, though. Um, there's nothing on them. I think there's hardly anything of, anything of them on uh, streaming apps, but they're good. Uh, and they got that sort of synth sound as well. I like that in punk, sort of the old school punk. Because uh, not a lot of them did have that sort of synthy, I don't know if it's keyboard or whatever, synthesizer, but it's good. I like it. Good for them. Screamers, peer pressure. All right, here. So if I was the leader of the world, this is what I would do. Actually, I say the world, I mean more. If I was the leader of English speaking countries, this is what I would do. I I don't I would I would reduce the alphabet is basically what I'm saying. Twenty six letters in the alphabet don't need them all. You do not need twenty six letters because the I only I say this because I'm sort of still at 
beginner level of Korean, but you sort of and you you notice in other languages, even though I'm not fluent in them, but you you know there's certain sounds that they never say, and uh, so in Korean there's not really a, a v sound, so the the b sound sort of does both of them. And that's the same in Spanish, isn't it? So every time, anytime you see a V in a word, it's more like a B sound, like a B. Uh, but that's just an example of, you know, different languages. and. Bleh. But the English alphabet. Okay, so there's, there's three letters I can think of. And I think if I actually put my head down, you could probably reduce it more. But there's definitely three that don't need to be there. So you could take it from 26 to 23. Just like that. Okay, first, X. We do not need X. X is a pointless letter. Because think about it. If And the X is at the beginning of the uh, word, like xylophone. That's just the Z. So you can take, you can put a Z. So you don't need, you don't need X. You can just put Z. And when X is at the end of, like the end of a syllable, or the end of the word, it's more like KS. So think about, think about socks, right? Socks is S-O-C-K-S. But Boston Red Sox, that's S-O-X. So the point is, you do not need X. You could just add KS. So sex, which is S-E-X, you could just do S-E-K-S. You don't need it. So X, gone. All right, we're up 25. Next, Q. You do not need Q. I'm telling you now, you do not need Q. So Q is basically K and W. Think of Queen. Queen. K-W-E-E-N. Done. You don't need Q. Q's gone. K-W does all the work. K-W, you don't need Q. Uh, and the next one, this one's a little bit maybe up for discussion because it has multiple sort of uses, but I don't think you need C. So C either does the work of S or it does the work of K. Think about it. So in the word like ace, you don't need it. You could just change it to A-C-E, just change it to A-S-E. Like base, base is B-A-S-E, so why can't ace be A-S-E? And then with um, cake, see there's there's C and the K there. So C is doing what K is doing in the middle of the word. So you don't need C. It's either a K or an S. Replace every C with an S or a K and the, and the word won't change. So C, Q and X, gone. 23 letters, life's easier, everyone's happy. Um, I, th and I honestly think, mate, there could be a couple more. Could be a couple more where you think, do they? Do we really need them? So, I mean, even Z, Z, could Z be like a? Because in Z, could Z be like a? Oh no, wait, no, you, you do need Z. What about? No, yeah, I, th I think. I was going to say like J-H for Z because you know how like J in French is kind of like a Z sound, isn't it? Je m'appelle. It's not je m'appelle, it's je m'appelle. 
So J and Z have sort of similar quality. So maybe, could you get rid of one? I don't know. Anyway, well, we got it from 26 to 23. I think we've done a good job there. So let's pat ourselves on the back and listen to another song. This is a band called Benefits, and the song is called Imperfect. Okay, 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 what you looking at, eh? What you looking at, eh? Ah, not me, ah, okay, so sorry, so sorry. Oh, behind me. Okay, okay, really, really? Sterile culture, dentist gallery. Pull the wool over this island fantasy. It's done now, it's over. The ship pouring down the white cliffs of Dover. And you're ruining your Sunday best as well. Serves you right for all that fascist self-interest Pomposity of victory in gloom Lies all liberal and green Imperfect, imperfect ch 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 subject Imperfect, imperfect na 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 Sycophantic, weak-willed, hypocritical and full of pills and was uh, Benefits and the song was called Imperfect um, good tune uh, they're obviously they're quite they're, they've not been going for very long and they obviously get the same uh, they get compared to Sleaford Mods a lot because it's sort of you know um, very heavy on their dialect so I think they're from Middlesbrough Whereas Sleaford mods are for East Midlands, so but you know heavy on their heavy on their accent, uh, sort of singing, rapping, talking, uh, and obviously quite 
politically charged lyrics. But I, what I would say, I still I do do like them, but I I don't like when politically charged songs are just too on the nose, like too. I kind of like when it's a bit more open ended, sort of open to interpretation. There's another band called Bob Villain, that another like punk sort of British punk band, and like all their lyrics are just so on the nose. Like there's no, I kind of like it when it's a bit more surreal or a bit more open to interpretation. Uh, and benefits also do that a little bit, but they're still good. I just it's just a little gripe I have when when lyrics are just a bit too like, all right, yeah, we get it, you know, the government shit. Yeah, left wing. I understand. Um, but yeah, still good tune that. Um, oh yeah, I've re- had this written down. I've, had, I've been thinking about this for ages. So I think I mentioned last week or last episode or not that long ago that I hate when they mention there's like an old there's like a middle middle aged man that's not very current and he talks about insta snap book face tweet you know what i mean like he, he, he can never get the name of the social media apps right so in the same vein as that i hate it in song lyrics when they mention like social media because they're obviously it's a newish or they're trying to sound contemporary or trying to sound like this is real life but it happens a lot in like rap songs like uh, you know, oh, she 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 DM me on the snap. Do you know what I mean? Or she slid into my DMs. Uh, or like, oh, she said I I voice noted her on WhatsApp. I hate that shit. I don't and I don't. It just I think the thing I hate is because these apps aren't going to last forever, are they? So sooner or later, something else will come along. So as soon as that happens, like a lot of apps and social media and internet stuff, they have a short shelf life. So as soon as you mention it, a few years later, like your lyrics are out of date. Like you've tried so hard to sound like, oh, look how current I am by talking about sliding into the DMs on Snapchat. But a few years later, there's going to be a new app and a new terminology and you've fucked it. Do you know what I mean? You're out of date. And I don't know, it just, just don't sound right. It just sounds fucking... It just sounds annoying to me. I can't... Is there anyone that listens to those sort of lyrics about DMing, slid into my DMs and Instagram and uh, whatever fucking TikTok? I don't know. Uh, and listens to it and goes, oh, yeah, cool. I use that app. That's cool. He's like me. Or she's like me, that we have the same life because he mentioned Snapchat and I use Snapchat. Do you know what I mean? Like, who is doing that? I mean, unless you're targeting your fucking songs for 15 year olds who are stupid. And it got me thinking as well. So, obviously, technology is not a new thing. It feels new because of the internet and apps and smartphones, but. Technology is evolving every decade, every year. So, you know, there's, there was technology 100 years ago called the fucking car and the telephone. So I'm thinking, so say back in like 100 years ago, 
when hardly anyone had a car or hardly anyone had a telephone. Or like, it, it not hardly, but it was a new thing, put it that way. It was a new thing, having a car, having a telephone. Did those sort of like jazz sort of singers like, do you think that when they mention a telephone, there would be someone like me a hundred years ago going, oh, don't put modern technology into your song lyrics. Do you know what I mean? Like, so let's say a hundred years ago, one of those sort of old jazz singers going, I called you on the telephone. Would, would, was there someone like me in the 1910s or whatever going, oh, come on, don't bring up modern technology in the song lyrics. It's annoying. Like I'm doing now in, in this day and age. Was there someone doing that 100 years ago about, I drive in my car? You know, like that sort of, a lyric like that going, oh, come on. Stop putting modern things in the songs. It's too, you know, it's, it's too current. You're, try, you're trying too hard. So it's something to think about, isn't it? All right, where, where are we at? And one, two, we're on song number four. This is an old. This is more like garage, I'd say. Garage rock. It's not noisy garage rock, um, as opposed to punk. But it was. So when when all that indie shit was going on, from what sort of like early noughties to about two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, sort of dubstep and drum and bass sort of took over around that time, didn't it? More, more that sort of stuff but so for about eight years there was you know indie music was huge and i never really liked the british stuff like arctic monkeys were good when they first came out well i, I quite like them when they first came out i grew tired of them quite quickly though um i never really liked the libertines they were like the main big ones weren't they but i did but i did and i still do like a lot of the american north american canadian american indie that came out around that time because it just it had a lot more about it and so that's like one of the one things i will say that's good about america that isn't good about england because i do like shitting on the americans anyway i'm rambling um this is a band called times new viking and the song is called teen drama Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
new Viking teen drama. Again, you know, just American indie. So a lot of American indie you know, was big in the 90s, wasn't it? Like Pavement and Built for Spill. Um, but, you know, the the, the noisier, garagey stuff, just as good, man. I'm into it. And it it's... I can listen back to it now, to 10, 15 years later, and still think it was good. Whereas some of the British indie... You listen back 15 years later, it's fucking god-awful, man. And you go, why, why was I into this? Anyway, yeah, good. All right, so this was a... I'm not really sure how, what angle I'm going for here. So, near my house, like you, you, by the way, you wouldn't get this in Seoul. This is like country folk thing. Like I live out a bit more out in the country. But near my house is a dog meat restaurant, right? So they they put dog in dog meat in a soup. Um, and I've I've never been in, but I I walk by it every day on my way to work. And I walked by not that long ago, and there was a policeman smoking a cigarette outside the dog meat restaurant. And I just thought, there's a lot going, a lot to unpack here, you know. For for someone who's like, I don't mean me, I just mean someone in general for a, like a woke person or a you know progressive person how how would they digest this so dog meat you know i would i would imagine i don't know actually it, it, i i'm not sure you can approach eating dog meat from a left or right way but from a left left or right wing perspective maybe they both wouldn't like it um but, you know, it's controversial to say the least. Policeman, I mean, that's an obvious one. A cab, you know, that's what a lot of left, super left-wing people think. You know, like every every policeman's a scumbag. And he's smoking. I, I, and again, I, he's smoking right-wing or left-wing. There's probably not really much of a opinion either way on that one. But it's just, you know, if you, if you have strong political opinions left or right and you see a policeman smoking a cigarette outside a dog meat restaurant what what would come to your mind because there's one thing you go oh fucking scumbag police eating precious dogs smoking cigarettes like he hasn't got a care in the world but it's also a different country a different culture which is what you're supposed to be respectful of isn't it so I don't know, just I haven't really got much to say about it. I just wanted you to know that I saw a policeman smoking a cigarette outside a dog meat restaurant and I found that interesting. Maybe you don't. Maybe you think, what are you on about? But I found that quite interesting. It's just a, a it's like something out of a David Lynch movie, isn't it? Just those three combinations. Uh, just quite surreal. And with that, we will go towards the end of the podcast. We are on the second last song, which is number five. Now, I did mention these earlier, Sleaford Mods, who are obviously massive now, and I do still quite like them. Um, so I'm not going to play one of their big tunes because we try not to play the big tunes on this show, do we? Um, but I am going to pick one of their B-side. I think it's a B-side. I don't think it's on any of their albums. I think it's a B-side to one of their singles. I think, um, 
And I just really, I think the lyrics are hilarious on this song. And I lived in Nottingham where they're based. And this song is about people from Nottingham, I think. So this song is called You're a Knot's Head. You're a Knot's Head by Sleaford Mods. You're a Knot's Head, yeah. You're a Knot's Head, yeah. Nice little nooks and crannies in the wood for the nice little mums and daddies. Daddy sauce, what you doing next year? Some fuck your course. You caught a cold down near the river, cutting words into leaves. So clever, and you kiss our servants. Still fear the wrath of the don't make me laugh getting sucky and that. Very clever, man's of it, and kids acting like they got it. He asked me if I knew who Hendrix was, and then Ian Brown. I'm like, you're taking the fucking piss out me, man. Lingo like, nonsense, all that. From the floppy and beautiful baggies that got employed. Deploy the twat, why not? It's what I come for. Big fingers up, lab bands are fucking dead, you cunt. Do you wanna get mugged by a man like that? Do you wanna be told by tools like that? I'm never wrong, so tell me where. I'm never wrong, so tell me where. I'm never wrong, so tell me where. You're a not said, yeah. You're a not said, yeah. I hope that the band just laughed at your big hooks from the Oakwell Amateur End of the night in the club's fucking liar All the bands you signed are fucking dire Motown wanker, deluded, going off the back of the pupil you did So oh knows, strike a pose, toe rag bow Above the jazz club, the stairs creaked in pairs I don't see what you see, wanna be party I banged your gear and laughed at your stale tears The posters laugh, you ain't fucking T-Rex He's dead you twat, so is Otis Funny how watch you through the door the majority just turn into pork holes All chest and lab walks Big gear and catwalks Your face got puke This streak of fortune looped the loop Until you spun up and screamed at the sky I can't believe I got signed Do you wanna get mugged by a man like that? Do you wanna be told by tools like that? I'm never wrong so tell me where I'm never wrong so tell me where I'm never wrong so tell me where You're a not said yeah You're a not said yeah Big shy, big fucking not available Instant the idea that he might be unstable But ain't, he's a crab monkey ripping you off mate Quite awkward, quite English and custard You rhubarb fucking shocker You got a team haven't you, you wanker Shuffle to Atlantic Soul And claim it's where you feel at home You fucking white twat Get sniffed and tap the air like it's an eye Big lines, big fucking everything all the time Head nods, even when the tunes stop Do you wanna get mugged? By a man like that Do you wanna be told By tools like that I'm never wrong so tell me where I'm never wrong so tell me where I'm never wrong so tell me where You're a not said yeah I'm never wrong so tell me where I'm never wrong so tell me where I'm never wrong so tell me where You're a not said yeah You're a not said yeah you're a not said yeah. You're a not said yeah. Uh, Sleaford mods. You're a not said. Great tune. It's it's so. I've, I don't know about you, but the lyrics to that are so funny. He's just such a hater in that song. Like, and I mean that in a good way. 
He just he's just got so seemingly harmless people that maybe a little bit annoying or maybe have like slightly like basic taste or you know whatever. He just speaks about them with such venom. It's just so he's just so petty and such a hater. Uh, and you know it's just hilarious I love it absolutely love it uh, alright so in a similar vein to a few episodes ago where I think where a lot of my um, desires or wants come from sort of movies do you know what I mean so I, I mentioned I, I wanted like a um, a cliche romance where you, you meet a stranger on a train or in a hotel bar and you know, something that you'd see in like a, a TV show or a movie or something like that. Um, but one thing you always see in movies, and I don't think I've ever done it, and I've been to hotels and so few of them actually do it, but it just seems like such a nice luxury and I've never done it. Room service. I've never, ever, ever. Maybe it's American hotels. I don't know, maybe they're better at it than... English and Asian ones, but I've never had room service. I've never called down to reception and go, yeah, send me, send me up a fucking steak and eggs. You know what I mean? And then you're in your dressing gown, some fucking geezer shows up with a trolley, brings it in and puts it on your table. May, again, maybe it's fancier restaurants. I, like, sorry, fancier hotels. And I don't use them because I can't afford them. But I've never had room service. And I would, I would like to have room service I want to sit in a dressing gown in my hotel room bored maybe like drinking in the middle of the day sort of vibes because you're just bored and just order down to order a club sandwich from reception you know what I mean that would be cool I would like to do that never done it and I was thinking about this I was thinking why why do I want to do things that are in movies because you know when a woman sees like a rom-com and there's a guy, he's like, you know, gives her a big fucking speech about how much he loves her like in the rain or he's holding a ghetto blaster outside a window playing a favourite song. Uh, you know, all that cliche rom-com shit and a, a lot of girls go, oh, I want that. I want a romance like that. You know, like a Ryan Gosling notebook sort of vibes. And I think, oh, you fucking pathetic little woman. You know, don't be so stupid. How am I any different for wanting, you know, a stranger on a train or meet a stranger in a hotel bar or even room service? How am I any different to her? Because we've both been influenced by TV and movies uh, telling us this is what you should have or this is what you deserve. I don't know, maybe maybe it's my... uh, deep-rooted sexism where I think, oh, it's stupid when a girl wants it. But when I want it, it's fine. I don't know. A lot to unpack there. Maybe maybe we should get a therapist and talk about it with them. All right, we're at the end. We are at the end. Um, this is Oliver Wilde, and the song is called Curve. Oliver Wilde, Curve.
Uh, Oliver Wilde, Curve. And in, in brackets after Curve, it's Good Grief. Um, I'll tell you a little something about that song. So, I used to work in a venue a long, long time ago. And there would be bands, pretty big bands, play. And that guy um, was a support act for another band. And I went into the main room during his set. And that song that I just played was playing. And I was like, this is fucking well good. So I went home, you know, downloaded, listened to it, loved it. It was a long, long time ago. I still really, really like it. But I found, And then I realised that he's actually good friends with some people I know. Uh, I think he's from Bristol. I know some people that live in Bristol that, you know, from that area, live there now. Um, and yeah, you know, just small world, isn't it? You just, you find, you accidentally come across a support act and go, I love it, amazing. And then you find out he's, he's you know, he's acquaintances with people you know. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, banger. Absolute banger. It's like a lot, a lot different to the rest of the stuff I was playing, but you know, we like to, I like to change the mood a little bit on the last song. Maybe wake you up or mellow you out, tone you down, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, good tune. And with that, I think we shall leave it there. So thank you for listening. If you got to this point, probably a bit shorter this one. I think all my songs today were sort of less than three minutes other than that last song they're all like less than three minutes so it's probably going to be a shorter episode um i will try and do another one next week um i think i will because i'm having two quiet weekends so you should probably get number six out within a week which is good if you like the show so thank you for listening see you soon nice one take care ta 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 (laughs) 